Everybody's working for the weekend. Everybody wants a new romance. Everybody's going off the deep end. Everybody needs a seventh chance. Whoa. Everybody's working for the weekend. Everybody wants a new romance. Everybody's going off the deep end. Everybody needs a seventh chance. Whoa. We are back. This is episode one, season seven of 10 Years War. Woo, I missed y'all. I missed y'all, but let's jump right into it. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Wait, wait, is it Yes Weekend? Yes Weekend? Yes, we can? <laughs> wait, wait, what is it? Yes, we, okay. Obama had a slogan called Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. But when I was in college, it was Yes Weekend. Yes Weekend. Yes Weekend. Yes Weekend. There's a difference. I remember we had our Tuesday, our Wednesday night spots, our Thursday night spots, our Friday night spots, our Saturday day drinking spots, and our Saturday night spots. And I remember I was supposed to be going to church during college, and Reverend Martin, she would say, I'm gonna pick you up at 6 a.m. on Sunday, and I'd answer the phone, <clears throat> oh, yeah, no, these allergies got me, Reverend Martin, I'm, I'm sorry, I got these allergies, my allergies is acting up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm tired. You sure you don't want to go to church with me? Mm -mm, I'm tired. I got this allergy because see my allergies because see, no, see what ha happened was see my allergies <laughs> Always something but I I was yes we can to the weekend. Yes, we can Partying was my priority when we went clubbing it was usually all the guys get in free before 10 and I had ladies were free all night long. I, I disagreed with that. Even at the age of 18, I didn't understand that. This is sexism. I don't agree with it. But the guys get in free before 10, which sucks because the party didn't get really jumping until 12, 12.30, 1, which also didn't make sense because the club closes at 2. You pay full price just to pay for party for one hour. I don't say anything about it. I remember having all my bros ready, everybody from the dorm. We looked sharp, we looked good, had our cologne going. Sometimes I was rocking the Kenneth Cole, usually, or sometimes curved cologne, which you do not wear any longer, but I was rocking it. And we were in that club by 9.58. We were minors, which meant we had these big old permanent marker M's on our hands. And I tried to wash those off for Sunday morning just to see if Reverend Martin was gonna call me. I wanted to go to church. I had to try to remove that, that lettering, that permanent marking. And the M isn't a W just because you look at it differently. I could do a whole speech there. And it's funny, I was okay with letting the club mark me, but I wouldn't read the chapter of Mark to see how I was marked. <laughs> okay, at this point, I was older. In this part of the story, I'm older. I remember going to Vegas, I'm living in Los Angeles at the time, and I have nine of my homeboys, nine of my best bros, we go to Vegas. We're going to a club, I said, hey, I talked to these people earlier inside the win, and we're gonna get the win, and we're in the win, and we're gonna get this win, let's go. 
And I said, I already know how to skip the line. I had already learned this in Los Angeles. If you act as if you own the place, they'll let you in. Me, Kaz, Omar, we always just learn, just walk right, skip the line, walk right to the front. Hey, what's going on, man? It's just three of us. We're just trying to have a good time tonight. We just have a couple drinks and get out. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And everybody in the line is, ah, oh, who are they? Why'd y'all do that? Hey, don't worry about this. This is a skill. We're locals now in Los Angeles. We know the game. <laughs> we don't wait in lines. Now, I, I take the same tactic with me to Vegas, and I said, hey, I already got us in. It's good. We get up there, same thing. In the hotel, there's a long line. I'm talking long. It's got to be two, 300 people. Somebody's performing, I guess, 400 people, whatever the case is. It's, it's a lot of people just in line. And it's already late. It's already after midnight. But they said we were good. I get to the front. I skip the whole line. Nine of us, me, 10. And I said, okay, hey, I'm here for the glow party. They said, okay, cool. Says nine of us. All right, what's your name? He said, James. Cool, boom. All right, cool. Nine, 10 of y'all. Awesome. Got you on the list. The woman leans in and she's giving me these bands, these wristbands to get to my homework. She said, you know, this is a gay party, right? I said, huh? She says, it's a gay party. I said, I said, excuse me, ma'am. This music is loud, ma'am. Ma'am, this music is loud. Can you use your outside voice, ma'am? She said, it's a gay party. I said, hey, hey, hey hush now. What? <laughs> So don't say that. Don't, don't say that too loudly. What did you say? Yeah. To go, okay. I said, ooh. And at this point, I got a pimp decision to make. I got a gangster decision to make. Do I get us in for free going to this glow party? Mm, or do I just say, hey, y'all, it didn't work out. I dropped the ball. I couldn't get us in the party and go. And my pride is at stake. I want to look good. Some of my emotional intelligence people, you know that you want to look good. I want to look good. I love hosting people. I got to look good. I can't, my, my pride is at stake here. I said, yeah, no, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, glow, we're going, we going to glow. We're about to glow, we're about to go. It's about to go up at glow. <laughs> she said, okay, I just want to make sure you know. Because <laughs> clearly, <laughs> here's what you didn't see. Glow is to the left, the main club is to the right. And there's an entrance where you can kind of swing your way to both, no pun intended. And I thought, okay, uh, let's just go. I'm just gonna see what happens. I think I have an idea. I haven't fully realized the idea yet, but let's just go. Let's just see what happens. We all go in to the left, into Glow. It is yeah, 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 and and there's these guys dancing on top of tabletops, and there's these go-go dancers in in glitter and bikini bottoms, and they're just everybody's dancing on these pedestals, and the music. There's not even that many people in there, but it's just it's it's a scene. It is a full-on scene, and you notice immediately. I can feel the tension of the nine guys behind me, my homeboys, and I can just feel the energy. Wait, there's, yeah, we in here. Wait, wait, we're, we in here. We are in here. Okay, we're in here. It, go, it went from, we in here, to, oh, we're in here. <laughs> I just keep walking. I feel somebody touch my back. Hey, James, and I just say, just, keep, just follow me. Just follow me. And I go all the way around inside the club, inside this glow party, and then I beeline into the main club behind the promoter. She didn't see us, and we all nine of us go into the regular club, or I hate to say regular, but the main club that we were going to go into. And all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, we in here. They say, yeah, but where were we? I would say, no, we're in here. No, where were we just now? We were in there. I said, yeah, we were in there, but now we're in here. 
what did you just take us to, James? I said, hey, didn't I get you in? Didn't I get you in? Didn't I get you? Didn't I, don't I show you a good time? <laughs> don't I show you a good time? And my homo armor said, nah, nah, bro. What did you just take us to? What did we just see? He said, I saw too many things, James. I saw things I can't unsee. And I thought, I don't know what to tell you, Omar. I just, I got you to the promised land. I got you to the promised land for free. I got 10 dudes in a Vegas club for free after midnight. That's what I did. <laughs> and that's the story I love to tell, but over the years, I've, I've turned this story differently. This is why I tell you the story. Why, where are we going? This is supposed to be a motivational podcast. Mm-hmm. Here's where I'm going. How easy was it for me to lead my friends into a nightclub versus having my friends being led to purpose in a driven life? That was easy. That was easy. That was the easy part. But I found the harder part is actually getting friends to transformation. As an adult, it is harder getting your friends to change. It is harder to get your friends to see their purpose. It is harder for your friends to cut down the distractions of the culture and follow their calling. That is the harder part. And why I celebrated being able to get these guys in and I swooped in and we went one direction, we went left and I finally got us to go right. I'm trying to tell you how hard it is to get some of your friends to change their lives. That's the real skill. And I realized that people have been following me their whole life. I'm, I can't, I'm gonna say this. Here we go, dark secret. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry class of 2002. I'm the reason why we didn't have a prom king and queen. Because I knew that I wasn't gonna be prom king. And I knew, <laughs> I knew somebody who was, my vice president, and he followed me into being vice president and I knew he was gonna win that because he also won Mr. DeSoto when we were in eighth grade and I just, I kept, I could not lose again to him. He was homecoming king. It was too much, too much losing. And I remember orchestrating the whole thing I said, yes, we can. Well, that before it was even, yes, we can. And I said, we're not gonna have one. Oh yeah, it's gonna cost too much money. And people followed me for that. Just because I didn't wanna lose. Why do I say that again? People have been following me their whole lives. I'm the same guy that for my church youth group when I was a kid took us to go see Blade. What? Because <laughs> it was Halloween and I convinced the church youth group person that we should all go see Halloween. We should all go see Blade on Halloween because that way we get to know how to stand against the forces of darkness. <laughs> I'm the guy. People have been following me my whole life. And how easy was it for me to plot and scheme and get people to do things out of the ordinary versus how easy is it for me to convince people to change their life? And I wonder if it's the same skill. The light and the darkness, God and the devil, enemy and joy, peace and, I mean, all these things, I wonder if they want to use the same thing. The thing that you've been good at is the same thing that the enemy, the, the negativity wants to use as well too. People have been following me my whole life. And I should have been yes weekend, but I was only concerned about the weekend. It was yes weekend, yes weekend, yes weekend. You hear what I'm telling you? I wonder if it's the same skill set. You're given gifts and talents. Who do you use them for? You've always been a leader, but are you leading people to their calling? Or are you leading people to their crisis? Mm. Who? You've always been a healer. 
You've always been a healer, but are you focused more on people's pain or are you focused on getting them to their purpose? <laughs> Help me when I say this. You've always been a great dancer. You've always had the moves. But do you get other people to move? And I'm not even talking about a dance. I remember in Los Angeles partying with no money and waiting for the clock to hit 12.01. Now, we were at Big Wings. This is when I was working at Coach. This is Big Wings and it's in North Hollywood. And we had no money. Most of us had no money. My whole crew, I won't even name them because some of them listen to this podcast and they know what time it is. I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just trying to help you get your calling out. We all showed up to Big Wings on a Wednesday at 10 p.m. partying, drinking, wings, 25-cent wings. We're just going. The music's loud. We're having a good time. New people start showing up. The crew keeps getting bigger. It's about four of us. Then it's 10 of us. And then the whole crowd is just there. It's packed. It's packed. You can't even move. In fact, sometimes you're not even getting your food on time. You just, you just, but you get your drinks on time. That's what they made sure of, but I don't say anything about it. Hmm. And then at 12.01, our direct deposit would hit, and boom, Thursday morning at 12.01, now we all in the money. Yeah! Keep the party going. Yes, weekend. Yes, weekend. And I was balling from that Wednesday, that Thursday morning, all the way until about Tuesday. And then I'm back in that same cycle. I gotta do a whole speech about recognizing the pattern. You can't break a pattern you don't see. And <laughs> all that mattered to me, that's all that mattered to me was just the weekend. Remember, some of y'all know I was a rapper and I had a song lyric that says, and I forgot about rent, but keep the party going, dog, cause I don't give up. And that was, and my album was called King of the Weekend. <laughs> and I forgot about rent, but keep the party going, dog, cause I don't give up. How do you forget about rent? And this is a real story. That line is actually real. I remember being in a club in, in this place in Pasadena called Club Menage, and we were just partying. I bought drinks for everybody. And then I remember, oh snap. Oh snap. I got rent. <laughs> and I and rent was 600. It was actually 1200 between me and Luther. And I actually had 600. I must have had 680 in my bank. And I'm just, yeah. And it, wait, oh, oh snap. I actually forgot about rent. And then I thought, keep the party going, because I don't give up. How did you forget about rent? And that was the culture. You heard the song, gas tank on E, all drinks on me. Wipe, me, wipe me down. I didn't even need a purpose to party. Wait, did you catch that? I didn't even need my purpose to party? Hmm, there's no purpose to the party when the party has you partying with your purpose. What? <laughs> Can you gotta write that down? There's no purpose to the party when the party has you partying with your purpose. That's nasty. Wait, cause party over purpose, that's until your balloon pops. Wait, party over purpose, that's pop until your balloon pops. <laughs> Y'all better come catch me. Season seven, we, I'm not playing around anymore. It's escapism. It's escapism. It should have been yes we can, but the yes weekend turns into we can't. To no we can't. <laughs> and to no we can't. And I just wanted to run away from what I was facing. I wanted to feel something. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. I'm in struggle. I'm in struggle. What is your yes weekend? What is your yes weekend that could have actually been your yes we can? I wonder if you have skills, you had skills back then, you've always had these same skills. People have always followed me my whole life. 
and I just thought it was a thing. It was annoying till I realized that it was anointing. It was yes weekend, yes weekend, yes weekend, yes weekend, yes weekend, yes weekend until my yes weekend. My yes weekend till my yes weekend. Wow. Over time, my yes, it weakened. <laughs> Why does your yes weaken? Why did my yes weaken? Over time from rejection. I'm gonna serve, I'm gonna do what I can, and then it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out the way I wanted. Or someone says, hey, will you do this? And you say yes, but it doesn't work out, and then your yes weakens. You forgave someone and you thought that the relationship was gonna go back to normal or be better, and you said yes to the friendship again, and then your yes weakens when they go back to their pattern. When you go back to your breakdown. When does your yes weaken? How many times do you say yes to something and your yes weakens over time? The betrayal, the backstab, the setback. You said yes to a new job or new city or new opportunity and when it doesn't go to plan, there's hardship, calamity happens, your yes is weakened. Because then now the next thing says, hey, I know this didn't work out, but do you want to say yes to this? And you, you went from yes to, yeah. Yeah, I'll, tr I'll try it. And life beats you up and you get back up. You say, yes, I can get back up. Yes, we can. Yes, we can until your yes is weakened. That was me. When I moved to Los Angeles, I was ready to take over the entire industry. And I had yeses until I had a flurry of no's. And it was one no, after one no, after setback, after setback, after one misstep, after setback, after hardship, after being let go, after being let down, after being pushed away, after being kicked aside, and I kept saying yes every time a new opportunity would rise up, but my yes would weaken. My yes would weaken. And I got caught up with the yes weakened, and finally my yes kept weakening. Have you heard the story of the woman with the issue of blood? Blood represents life. And I wonder if the blood issue represented a life issue. I just wonder. If you've never heard the story, it's actually a pretty cool story. There's a woman who has an issue of blood. They don't say exactly what it is, but it's a blood issue. Hold on, I wonder if it's a life issue. For 12 years, she goes from doctor to doctor, to healer, to therapist, to physician, to sorcerer, to this, to that, to this training, to this new age thing, to this, to that, to the back of the third. And for 12 years, not a single person can help her for 12 years with the same issue. Let me pause right there, because some of us know that story. You've been struggling, I've been struggling with that same thing for over a decade. I've been struggling with weight loss for over a decade. Actually, I'd like to just shout out for the, for, for the fans out there, I've now lost 52 pounds. Holla at your boy. But this isn't the first time I've lost that weight and I'm still going, but I've been struggling with weight. Some of you have been struggling with addiction. Some of you have been struggling with whatever it is, you know, come on, for over, for 12 years and everyone she went to gave her a no, I can't help you. 
And somebody would have said, hey, do you want to try this? She says, yes, I'll try this. Do you want to get well? Yes, I want to try that. This person can heal you. We go see him. Yes. This person can help you. We go see the yes. We heard yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll try. I think I can. I think it'll work out. Over time, did her yes weaken. For 12 years, for 12 years, how many new marvels, even in back then, this is taking place long time ago, but even back then, they would have had new medicine, medicines, they would have new things, new things, and still, there's this new thing out. There's this new diet. There's this new program. There's this new, yes, 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 yeah. Okay, sure, I'll try it. And for 12 years, I wondered how did her yes weaken? <laughs> Do you think that you can make it? Yes. Can you be healed? Yes. Do you think it'll work out for you? Yes. Do you deserve better? Yes. Will you try again? Yes. Will you keep praying? Yes. Will you keep working? Yes. Will you keep serving? Yes. Will you keep believing in a miracle? Yes. Do you believe that you'll be healed? Yes. Do you believe someone above loves you? Yes. Do you believe that you can still be restored? Yes. Yes. Will you try again? Yes. Will you keep praying? Yes. Will you keep believing even with no evidence that it's going to work out for you? Yes. Do you believe that a miracle will happen in your life, even though you've seen it happen for others, but your time hasn't come yet? Yes. Do you believe that you are loved? Yes. Do you believe that you can be restored? Yes. I do believe. Do you believe that it will still work out? Yes. Okay. Sure. I'll try. When your yes weakens, from warrior to whimper, will you still have the faith? Will you still have the belief? Will you still have the mindset to say yes? That's the, that is to me, when your yes weakens, will you still say yes, we can. Woo! Write that down. When your yes is weakened, will you still have the faith, the belief, the mindset, the perspective to say, yes, we can. Yes, it can still happen for me. Yes, it will still work out for me. Yes, it will. I heard a student say, your mindset is about what your mindset. Woo, you gotta write that down. Your mindset is about what your mind said. What is your mind saying? Is it saying, yes, we can, or is it your yes weakening? The woman was healed by her belief in the story. Lots of details I'm skipping over, but the woman was healed by her belief. And how does this apply to you? That's fine for her. That's good for her. She was, she was struggling with her issue for 12 years, but my story is different. Is it? She was, she, okay, I hear she was healed by her belief, but that doesn't work for me because belief doesn't have any power. Mm. Is there power in what you see or is there power in what you believe? I mean, look at your storm and your situation and your circumstance. Where is the power? Is the power in your worry? Is the power in your doubt? Is there power in your anxiety? Is there power in your shame and your guilt? 
Well, hold on, that's also belief. And look at how powerless anxiety leaves you. Anxiety must have some sort of power if it leaves you powerless. Guilt and shame, doubt and security, depression must have some type of power if they leave you powerless. They never leave you feeling powerful. Hold on, which means your belief that it's never gonna work out, that your belief that something bad is gonna happen, your belief that the past will catch up with you, those are all beliefs that are powerful, that leave you powerless, which tells me there is power in belief. Where is your power? Is your power in what you see or is your power in what you believe? You say that you can't be healed by power, but you can be, whoo. You say that you can't be healed by power, but isn't it the things that you believe that leave you powerless? Y'all better come get me today. What do you believe? Where is your power? And maybe if you change your belief into something higher, your yes won't always weaken because your yes won't just go based off of what you see. Your yes will go in what you believe. Who am I talking to today? <laughs> I heard somebody say, and it was me, I said it yesterday. When you're <laughs> I said this yesterday. When your yes is weakened, your beliefs are deepened. Mm. That just depends on what you believe. You gotta write that down. When my yes is weakened, my beliefs are deepened. It could have been yes we can. For me it was yes weekend, and then my yes weakened. I left Los Angeles because of a flurry of no's, and I just thought, yes, I'll go back home. Not knowing that me going back home is actually what got me here. Does that make sense? But I didn't know that. And I just said, yeah, I'll just, I'll come home. I've ran out of opportunity and money and sure, okay, I'll try. Yes, we can to yes weekend. But then I wonder, I wonder if your yes weekend turns into your yes weeping. And then I'm wondering, is it yes, we can win? The quote is, yes we can. The slogan is, yes we can. Yes we can. Yes we can. Yes we can get equal treatment under the law. Yes we can get equal pay for equal work. Yes we can live in a free society. Yes we can win. Win. Yes we can. And then there's Asian hate in LA and across the world after the pandemic. Yes we can, George Floyd. Yes, we can housing crisis. Yes, we can gas prices. Yes, we can occupy Wall Street. Yes, we can Roe v. Wade overturned. Yes, we can, there's now war in Israel. Yes, we can, I believe we can, but when? When will it get better? When will the hate go away? When will the injustice and discrimination dissipate? And I know my yes is weakening, but I'm saying yes, we can, but I'm just also wondering when. And maybe that's you. You believe that yes, we can. Yes, you can. But you're wondering when. I believe that I'm gonna get married, yes, but when? I believe I'm gonna lose weight, yes, but when? I believe I'm gonna get a better job, yes, but when? I believe there's gonna be healing in my family, yes, but when? I believe there's gonna be generational breakthrough, but yes, but when? Yes, but when? Yes, we can win. I actually don't know when. I do not know when. 
But the time it takes is the time it takes. In 2020, I moved home, joined Toastmasters in the same month, and I watched my mom go through some challenges with Toastmasters, and I kind of thought, I'll, I'll never do that. I remember working with her, coaching her, and it just, things didn't work out. I thought she was dealt something unfair in one of the tournaments, one of the competitions. And I thought, I'm not gonna do it. And then in 2021, I thought, do it for mom. No, mom said, no, do it for yourself. Okay. I have this story. You guys remember the episode from season one, Dog Loves, Dogs Love Grapes. Talk about my talk about my baby boy Denver, who passed away. Oh, I love that dog. And I make it all the way to district and I win first place in district. My first time, my first time, I win two district tournaments. Boom, first place in both different competitions. And then it stopped there. And I didn't make it any, I didn't make it past that. And I thought, okay. Let's, let's go again. Then the second year, 2022, I didn't even make it out of the lowest level possible. And I thought, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. And this was a dream that my mom put into my mind that you could make it to the international stage out of thousands, thousands of people, tens of thousands of people, James, you could be the one. I never even considered that. She said, yes, you can. Yes, you can, James. Yes, you can. You can. I never considered that. And I ran with her, yes, you can, into yes, I can. But in 2022, I thought, this is never going to happen. She told me in 2020, and I thought 2022, it's never going to happen. And in 2023, I did a speech about forgiveness, something I still struggle with. Well, it's, I'm working. I'm working. I'm working on it. And I made it all the way to district. Yeah, here we are. One, I knew this was, and I actually thought district was as far as I'm gonna go. I'd already won that. And then boom, I get a call. Hey, you made it to regional. Boom, I get a call, you moved, you're moving up, you're moving up. And then it said, hey, you're actually gonna get to go to the Bahamas for the world stage, for the world championships. You gotta win the semis, it's in the Bahamas, but then that two next, the next day after that, you get to compete for the finals. 28 of us make it to the Bahamas. You got here, James, you got here, you got here. And I was on assignment. I already practiced both my speeches. I knew I was going to the finals and that is not cockiness, that is confidence, that is calling talk. That was call, I knew I was sent there. And I said, my goal is to just be on this stage on the final and just change lives. I said, I wanna win. I told y'all that I want to win, but my goal is to change lives. Got to the finals, won through semis. I don't want to skip that because that was an important thing. Got to the semis, won that, got to the finals, and just went all out. And I thought about it. I said, James, it took you three years to get here, four if you count it really, something you never thought possible, and you're here now, top four in the world out of 30,000 people. What? Let me say that again, because you didn't get in hype enough for that. It took me four years-ish, give or take, and now I'm top four in the world out of 30,000 in Toastmasters across the world. Yes, we can win. I did not win first place, but I know what I want to change. I don't know what I want to fix, but what is it for you? You're saying, yes, we can, but win. 
don't know when for you, but the time it takes is the time that it takes. And you gotta keep going. 12 years sucks, but she never gave up. That woman said yes for 12 years. Will you say yes for the next 12 weeks? Will you say yes for the next 12 hours? Will you say yes for the next 12 months? Will you say yes for the next 12 years? Because maybe your goal requires 12 years to surpass. I don't understand it for you, but I'm just telling you, will you keep saying yes, even in a room full of no's? Because yes, you can.